What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Forticulture Podcast, the soccer podcast for us, by us. Commentary intersection between soccer and culture. You got your boy Ringo here. You got Grego, Coach Tony, shot in the building. How's it going, gentlemen? How y'all been this week? Hey, what's happening, man? It's good, man. Tony, how's it going? It's quite interesting. You're counting down the days of Christmas, man. Yeah, it's, all, it's almost to, here. Yeah, can't wait till Black Santa comes down. There we go. There's only one Santa. <laughs> Shot, are you, are you doing all right? I heard you got your uh, your voice is uh, a little yeah, struggling, man. Young flame in sicko mode. <laughs> here we go. Hey, y'all ever wonder? Y'all ever wonder like how many shopping carts grocery stores got to reorder? Like I see shopping <laughs> like I was thinking, I see shopping carts everywhere. Uh-huh. So I'm like, how like how many buys do they got to do to replenish the shopping carts in, in a fucking like Kroger? Yeah, they buy shopping carts aren't cheap. They're not cheap. They're, they're all cheap. over the city. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all over the city. And then you'll see it like in the most random ass places. You'll be like, how the, how the, the fuck? Hell? <laughs> and then somebody will take a shopping cart with pride. Like like you know this shit don't belong three miles away from Kroger. Yep. I need a little bit. I used to work at Kroger when I was in high school, man. I was worked there for like six months. So I, I had to push them buggies. Then yo, them buggies. Yo, and you see them all the way down. It's like I ain't see that. My one. first, like, that's my car. Like, <laughs> my first job was at Food Line, and I was a guy going outside getting the carts. Like, yo, if you like, when you get a good line. Of carts all together, that shit is heavy. Man, I was lucky. Hey, I worked at Food Lions. I was in the deli, yo. Hey, I was everybody's best friend. Cause you remember, hey, you had to get a, you get the free, the uh, expired snacks away to everybody oh, at the grocery store. Hey, everybody was my best friend. I'm like, do I like you today? I'm like, here you go. Here's a three day old cookie. Hey, you gonna put mine to the side? Hey, that will be. I worked at the ice cream store, man. You know what shit! I'm so everybody trying to get a couple scoops off. That was my first job. So. At the airport too, bro. Yeah. Oh shit! Ain't bad. That I, I can't. Yo, I can't even imagine. Good, that because uh, Hartsfield Airport is fucking large. Dude, I saw Mariah Carey up in there. No joke. I saw Mariah Carey, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, this one, Bone was like Bone, 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 have y'all been on the For the Culture Twitter um, this week? Uh, Twitter account? Yeah, yeah. I, I was on a Twitter account. <sighs> Let's just say I, I've been a, a, a little busy like the past Twitter couple days. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, we've yeah. been. We, hey, we're getting a following. We see y'all. We need to name our fans, man. Y'all been interacting. I really appreciate the the interaction between the fans out there, man. Because like, of course, y- y'all know what happened. Uh, I think it was officially officially announced yesterday where. MLS is changing up their schedule. They're changing up their their playoff format. So, like, we're going to 14 teams now going to the playoffs. You know, you're, we're almost close to, you know, having all 24 teams going to the playoffs now. Like, we're, we're 10 away. We're almost there. And we're moving to single elimination. Uh, no, no more no more home-and-homes. It's just straight, uh, you know, straight knockout. You, know, you, you win and you go home. And what else? Like, what else do we have here, man? Like, I think that was it. Oh, like, it'll, so end, it'll be it'll be, it'll be uh, ending in, in before the November November tenth uh, was when the MLS Cup is scheduled to be next year. So, anyone like said anyone who's been who's been following us on Twitter, of course, we you, know, you can find us at FTCUTD. Y'all know I I, I have been going <laughs> hard 
against this because let me I need a moment for you real real quick guys because uh, I need to break it down as far as like why this shit sucks. Please <laughs> preach, brother. Preach, brother. It's okay. a terrible idea. Okay, first of all, uh, with with this schedule change, uh, you're basically moving your schedule up by almost a full month because. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLS Cup just happened was on December 8th. Now you're moving it to December 10th. Basically a full month. November 10th. Right. Yeah. And to that, you're also moving uh, the end of the regular season all the way up to October 6th. Right. So basically you're turning what should be normally a nine and a half, ten month uh, season. Now you're trying to squeeze it all into seven months. Yeah. It's It's... Basically, Don Garber's an NFL guy, so he doesn't want to step on any toes there. So he's like, "How <laughs> you don't even?" But that's that's the thing, though, because like everyone except for us, us here um, in Atlanta, Seattle, and New England, everybody else got their got got their own spots. So it's like you don't have to worry about you they know moved up out of mama house. Yeah, it's like you know they got their own crib. You you know you this 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 ain't nineteen ninety six anymore where you like everybody's sharing like big ass um, NFL stadiums and like only I'm filling in half of it. But the thing about it is, here's the thing: if you don't make the playoffs, like your your last game is on October sixth. Nope. Let's say you're let's say God forbid the home team here we miss the playoffs here. Joseph's um, and it's it's a it's a World Cup year. It's twenty twenty one, and you got qualifiers both in October and November. You're trying to cl- uh, clinch a spot. That means that if you miss the playoffs, your last game, your last competitive game is on uh, on October sixth. Yep. You go through your October um, uh, FIFA break, and then you're basically going sitting at home for a month before your uh, before your November games. Now under under the existing schedule, if you miss the playoffs, you're 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 only you're missing. Like two weeks at best, you know, and and not to mention from the end of the regular season to the to the beginning of the following season, if you're not in a national on a national team pitch, you're basically sitting at home for a good four and a half months. Yeah, I, I, for me, that's a good point that you bring up, and I definitely agree with you about the time off and just the crunching of the whole season, if you will. I think more of my objection is to fact that we're going to single elimination now. Actually, you know what? I, I actually, that's probably, this is so bad, that's actually probably the good thing about this. That's how bad this shit is. No, <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I'll I, let you go. I'll tell this, you what's the only positive I see in it. The single elimination for me, it just, the reason why it irks me is because it's not rewarding consistent teams. True. You could be a great team and just have one bad game. Yeah. And yep. you're done. Whereas if you do a typical home and away aggregate system, mm-hmm. you're dealing with 180 minutes yeah. home and away, and that does have a tactical part. Yeah, like yeah. When we had all those episodes when we talked about like is it better for Atlanta to start out first home or away that type of thing, mm-hmm. that's a different type of tactical thing as opposed to just having one game and you're done. If we had one game and we if we had like a Columbus game like I mean yeah. the Red Bulls game we still lost. Yeah, yeah. even though we tactically did well. Yeah. Against Rebels in that one game. We still lost the game. Yeah. Yep. Done. Yep. So imagine that feeling. How how would you feel in that situation? That shit would suck. Exactly. I think that um I think that oh, there's more to it. Now, because they moved the the of course let's back up a second. 
on I said MLS Cup was December eighth. In case you didn't notice, there was no football games that day. There was no college football. All you had was the Heisman Trophy ceremony, and that kind of ran at the same time. MLS Cup had the had its largest uh, TV audience in over twenty years, largely because you had nothing to kind of take away from aside from the Heisman Trophy ceremony. You go, you go to take that and move that a month prior to the thick. Uh, football season, yeah. my and here's the kicker: your TV, your your English language TV partners here in the states is Fox and ESPN. Where do you find most of your football on on weekends? Fox, Fox, Fox ESPN, ESPN, and CBS. ABC, CBS. Guys, we were just gonna play on BN Sports too. It's <laughs> 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 so MLS sponsorship, MLS Cup. <laughs> But look, look, like, I get everyone, like, it, it sucks. The format sucks. But we've all been begging for change for MLS. Like, before, before, uh, shout out to my boy Brian. Before this season, we were complaining that uh, MLS played through the international breaks. Right. So MLS made decisions like, all right, we're going to take a pause on international breaks and give the, give the teams time to send their players off and do that. Then mm-hmm. everyone complained about that. So basically, MLS is like, we can't damned if we do, damned if we don't. So mm-hmm. let's fuck it. We're just going to move it a month away. We'll do it live. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it live. So you move it a month away. It sucks, but I really like that our league isn't afraid to try to change some shit to figure out what works. We're going to fucking change it again. Like oh, this, you're going to have to. Gonna, but like, like MLS, MLSsoccer.com, they had a stat that like the higher seed in the playoffs, they only won like .673% uh, Chances of winning, like what, like on the away, uh, home and away aggregate. Right. So it's really not much of a difference playing the aggregate and, and like the higher seeds winning anything. So like that's why they went to the single elimination, and then also adding the more teams aspect. I, like I said, I want everyone to know I think it's dumb, but adding more teams it makes the guys fight at the bottom of the table. Does it? it? It really does because if you can sneak into that seven spot, like both those teams down there at the bottom, they're only a couple points away from each other. So mm-hmm. that makes them fight and say, you know, I'm gonna try a little bit harder versus Atlanta United. I'm not just gonna fucking just go lose zero to five. Shout out to the Revs. I'm not gonna lose like that, but like they're gonna try. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, adding that that team takes away the two seed from getting that that buy in a way as well. So now the two seed, yeah, you just get the first seed that gets the buy. Uh, so now you have to add another team, but you get what basically an extra game yeah. of to figure things out. The what the one good thing about that. Is like I said because of you, because of the potential the potential that you have as far as having all that time off is that you know obviously that's that's more potential soccer that, that you can play. So I think in that regard, adding more teams actually makes sense. Like I said, you're, you're, it's already bad enough that you're going to have ten teams where the, your season ends early October. Um, but uh, I think that I think. This change creates more questions than, than answers, and I think that because it's going to single elimination, I think it's actually easier for them. What they should be doing is one: you need to be finding a way to make sure that if your season ends on November tenth, you need to be trying to find a way to have as keep those t- uh, players playing up and t- up through November. Because what what because personally, what I think they, they should have done is instead of having. Uh, Decision day on uh, October sixth. They should be having decision day on November tenth. And what you could do is you could have 
uh, the playoff games in the midweek. Because if it's only single elimination, hey, that's you're 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 basically uh, having that. Oh, good point, you brought up midweek. Because I was going to say that about At, regular season, with the schedule being crunched, you have more midday midweek games. Yeah. So, are you going to go? Are you going? Are you going? I mean, I, you, you you know Atlanta shows up. Yeah, that's, we that's show up. But they don't. Look, right. Is that we're we're the exception. We're not, I think we that are. I think oh, that a midday in Jersey, a midday in Colorado. This we've seen those games on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a like terrible a product. Game, it's a, yeah. As a league, was that the best decision for money? No, honestly, I don't think we should do mid midday midweek games. Period for MLS uh, until we figure some shit. Only way is a. You got to reschedule due to like being out of yeah, like like oh yeah, some like, some shit like that. Yeah, but like honestly, like to make like go to your point about trying to figure out how to extend the season. Let's start. Let's have MLS actually take the reins of the Open Cup, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, how, like the FA Cup kind of goes up until the end of uh, the Premier League season, yeah. right? I think it goes yeah. past it. Yeah, it's right. At the end. It's like right at the end. So yeah. then you extend it a little bit, and maybe it's like, hey. You maybe didn't make it in the MLS playoffs, but you still are in the Open Cup. So those teams can still play. They're still fighting for something. And they're still yeah. fighting for something. So then they're, get, they're getting playing time. It, it makes things complicated for the teams that are in the MLS playoffs mm-hmm. because it's like, shit, I have a single elimination game here, and I have a single elimination game here as well. So mm-hmm. it kind of complicates things, but they still get more game time played. Greg, I have to say, like, the only change that I would have, excited about mm-hmm. is something that you mentioned on a previous episode when you had stated that like ideally that the MLS Cup final happened around Thanksgiving yeah. break. And, and, I, and that's the only, like I had no problem with the six teams and the home and away mm-hmm. and the one the single game for the championship. I had no problem with it. And I think that, you know, with with the uh, like I said with with what I was just suggesting with having decision day on the on where they're having MLS Cup now, what you could do is okay. If you're doing, basically here here's what you're doing, just like how you how you qualify for the season ahead for the Champions League, you're basically doing the same thing with the playoffs. And and with that, what you can do is schedule those those first four rounds. Like I said, midweek sucks, but you know, nope. I think what it does is it gives more focus to MLS Cup itself. And what you can do, have those midweek playoff games. Of course, you still have your regular season games on, on the weekends. You finish up on the, on the regular season on the 10th. You do your international break. And then, of course, right after that is, is Thanksgiving. Like I say, whether it be Black Friday or that Saturday, there's not as many college football games that, that you have to deal with. Of course, you know, NFL is the NFL. But I think that you should really, like I said, you have to find ways to extend the season so that way everyone it's played. Now, I actually did hear something um, about um, one of the ideas that they were tossing around as far as the teams who didn't make the playoffs is having like some type of tournament with uh, with Mexico. And I'm like, where's the draw for that when like these teams didn't make the playoffs? It's like it's not even a case of where you know, you know, like the teams it's that got not eliminated. Like a Europa League. It's yeah, not like a Europa League. yeah, like you, like these teams, like these teams basically say, "Hey, y'all suck." Because, like, yeah. like I said, it's hard. It's it's not that hard to do fourteen teams when you got twenty four teams. It's just not. But um, so you say, okay, you want the teams that that didn't make the playoffs. Like, like let's make sure, let's give them something, you know, so that way they can still, you know, you know, keep fresh and everything. And like, I'm like, we keep on trying to reinvent the wheel here. 
And it's like, yo, it's, it's, it's we're it's not, not. We're, someone said it in our, our Facebook group. It's like, we're not Euros. Like, we have to, no. it's, it's our game. It's, it's, we have to Americanize it. So it's like, okay, so how are the playoffs in America? But have we not Americanized it? The yeah. fact that we do playoffs it's is a, American really. It's very true statement. But it's like, you have to figure out a way, like, MLS is trying to figure out how to get Joe the mechanic. To say, I want to watch MLS. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, during the playoffs, trying to explain to my coworkers how fucking aggregate works, I had to pull out a fucking Sharpie and a fucking notepad. And I was like, guys, you just two games and you just add it up. And then they just fucking couldn't understand it. And I was just like. All this, this math, man. I can't do it, man. And it's like, how come they just don't play one and done? And then now MLS was just like, they must have been in that meeting. They was like, oh, got it. Solved. So that's what got it. Well, okay. and, 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 then, and then, of course, after all that. You, because of like uh, of what they're trying to do with the schedule, uh, it, of course we, the league is still expanding. Of course, you know we have Cincinnati, we got Miami, we got Nashville coming up. We got Probably Austin. Got Austin, and Jesus. Um, and so of course you have to accommodate for more teams. That means the schedule has to be even longer, which means that no, we'll just, under under the current schedule, we probably we're probably looking at. The prospect of uh, February MLS pretty soon. No, no, I don't think so. I think we'll just play the West less. Like, when, yes, as the more teams, it's so basically you'll play We're like do, you're you'll doing play a true Eastern Conference. Y- and Western yeah, Conference. so you might end up like because I think if it will finally be balanced ish, mm-hmm. so we might end up playing like one random team cross conference instead of we playing every every team cross conference. So really, the sub category of this discussion as well too. Mm-hmm. I have this question for both for all of us is that is the mls getting too big yes i think so under the current circumstances yes because um of course you know we we said it before in earlier episodes you know like our, our thoughts on promotion relegation and everything but i think that here here's the thing there's there's two issues to this one you you want to be able to keep a certain quality, uh, you know. You have a good a, product. You have to have a good product on on, on the field and everything. Uh, secondly, I think that just the general amount of travel next, of course, it could be addressed, you know, with doing just strict like east or west scheduling. But I think that as long as these expansion fees keep. Folks from paying keep going up. It's like it's 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 gonna be kind of hard for them to say no. And it's like, you know, I, I think I think the infrastructure is is there to where they if they wanted to they could be like, hey, let's just split this up in two divisions and we said we can do our own thing right there. You know, we might we might not be discussing that for Christmas. I don't I, know. I, I mean, I, it sounds like. Alley you for uh, you know a pro rail type of discussion. It, you man. know, look, look, no, 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 no. <laughs> we staying on topic. Do we want to go no. down this? No. So look, is you asked? So, so you asked? Rico. What's it? No. It's, no. No. It's right there. I'm gonna kick we the goddamn go, mic over. Episode, I'm gonna kick the this. whole goddamn mic over. <laughs> so so I'm sticking on script. So you say, are we getting too big? I don't really think so. I think you said you guys talk about travel. Mm-hmm. It was actually, I think, I saw it somewhere years ago. Mm-hmm. Splitting MLS into, they said three conferences, but I really think four conferences could work. You go Pacific Northwest, you do the Southwest, 
fucking, I don't know, mid-Atlantic, and then you do the southeast region, right? Mm -hmm. So then you have your two people come out of each, and then that's your playoff structure. That cuts mm -hmm. down on your travel costs. That makes the games more regional and that rivalry just like the NFL has, right? Where you have your NFCs and things like that. So sure. you, you play, you, you always have your, like your four or five teams that you're going to play. So I got to beat these guys and I want to make the playoffs. It, it is an NFL model, but that's the Americanized that's way. So, and so if, and then, right, that's what we do. Yeah. So you split it up that way, and then that's how you get more people to buy it. And I really think that's Garber's plan. And that's why it's like, fuck it, we'll keep taking this money because ultimately if we can come up with these NFC, AFC kind of brackets, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, conferences like that, it would work because soccer fans are NFL fans and they get it. So it's, it, you don't have to say... Already though? Already though? I mean, Atlanta fans aren't. I mean, because like, there's not a lot, a lot of overlap here, surprisingly. You know, even though the, the bandwagon's getting, getting, been getting oh, pretty big. Oh, bandwagon's getting, man. Yeah. Get it. Hey, we, we picked yeah, up some so. followers, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right, though. But you know, hey, we, we welcome, we, the church we welcomes you with open arms. Exactly. <laughs> Pay your tithes. That's all we ask. So it, it's going to be interesting. We'll look at it. Y'all let us know. You know, let us I know. I think we should do an episode on this pretty soon, man. You know, you know just you know, just throwing it out there, man. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can work out, man. Fuck it. We'll, we'll see when we can do it. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking program. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you gonna make Sean choke, man. Ain't already done But yo, so um, uh, who, 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 said, who, who said who said the no? We, we gonna touch on that in a second. What happened? No, come on, man. Because literally, when I woke up this morning, man. Okay. I saw like ten different text messages and ten different notifications. The special one. We gotta talk about special on TV. Special, I mean, especially since the four of us are Manchester United fans, mm -hmm. I think we have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, special one in the room. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Bye, bitch. You came. You tried to change some shit. You didn't do shit. All you did was talk shit. Now your ass out on your shit. Get the fuck out. But how do you really feel? Hey, you know, hey Jose, thank you for the memories. We really appreciate what you. This one would not be my like that. Hey, but as oh wait wait, I have three. Everybody, yes to the one. Three, one. Three. But speaking of three, he gave up three on 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 Sunday too. Oh, yo, did you see that stat that's going around about yeah. clock? Yeah. Yeah, like he, he's the Jose killer. Klopp, Listen, Klopp is the Jose killer. Like, there's a stat that goes around. The three times that Jose has been sacked, he played he against Klopp. He just played. Klopp. Hey, against when when he got fired by by Madrid, who did he lose to? Borussia Dortmund, coached by Klopp. When he got fired by by um, Chelsea. by Chelsea uh, two years ago, who who did he lose to? Three one to Liverpool, coached by Klopp. Klopp. And what happened on Sunday? Three one. Another three one uh, to so, to clap. So three. The three. 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 No, do you guys think that this season it's like Jose lost his like I don't know his is is. His rival. All right, so when, 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 when Arsene Wenger left, it just seemed like that light just left Jose. So I, I will. There was an article <laughs> that I read on ESPN, and it was almost a depressing article. Yeah. And it was back in November, and it was about how Jose has literally isolated himself. I mean, he was living in the hotel. He wasn't. He, he never bought a house or anything like that. And it just talked about how he was isolated from the team, from everyone in Manchester, and how he truly 
put himself into this like he was almost a hermit in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever since he, you know, he lost his uh, coaching partner. What's his name? Uh, far, um, God, I can't remember his name right now. But ever since his partner left the Chelsea and everything, he's never been the same. I said, I, I said for the longest, like he hasn't been the same since Real. No, like, he hasn't. Because like, cause you saw, and what, ever since the, also ever since the episode when he had the issue when he um, got mad at the trainer. Mm-hmm. Ever since there was that oh, yeah, the chick, the oh, chick. girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since that issue, Trainer Bay, yeah, same. yeah, Trainer Bay. <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing? What is she been up? Everybody's like, "Ooh, I hope someone get hurt." Everybody <laughs> <laughs> picking her, man. Come here. <laughs> but no, I, I think that. I, I, oh, first of all, I, I think y'all missed uh, uh, Iker Casillas. Even he got petty on 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 this because of course they 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 had beef going back to their um, real days because he's the one who basically he led to uh, to um, him getting put uh, pushed out of real and, and like he's a hometown kid, yeah. but um, I like he hasn't been the same since then because like I I feel like like that even like when he went back to Chelsea you know you can kind of see like where it just that spark just was not there like it like it no. once was and like even and of course you have. The, the conflicts that he's had at United Court, you know, for those who don't know about Man United, like you, well, there's a streak going a good 70 years about you've always had a homegrown player uh, in, in your 11 going back to like the 40s. Yep. And, and for anyone who knows Mourinho knows, he ain't about, he ain't, he ain't about, worried about that shit. he ain't worried about, you know, developing players and, you know, trying to bring them up from the academy. Like, and he's, and he's basically been forced to, you know, see what we ha- what we've had, you know, in the youth ranks. And to his credit, you know, he, like, he's he's blood up a, a couple of guys, you know, and tried to make them into uh, establishing them into the roster. But it's it's one of those things where one, I th- I think that his personal spark hasn't been there. More importantly, you got Woodward, who you know he makes the club money, but he doesn't. He's a financial guy. Yeah, he's not a he's, he's not, not a football, he's, he's not, not a, football a soccer guy. guy. He's a financial guy. As far as finances go, and keeping Man U in the black and everything like that, like that's what he does well, and that's why the Garber family has done well because they like yo, Lord, you do that part. But the thing about it is the thing that United has to get caught up to the mainstream or to you know modern day of times is like we have no director of soccer pro. You know, we there, no, there's a couple there's a couple things that you know because ever since Sir Alex left, because mm-hmm. Sir Alex did all that. But yeah, I mean, he was he he was the exception. Like, yeah. No, like in the Strugs, by far, hands down, arguably one of the best, you know, managers ever. But we never made the adjustments to the modern game as a club. And that's the thing, because like, because what you had under Sir Alex was, you know, you still you still had you know, of course, our buys from elsewhere, you know, Ronaldo, Ron, guys like that. But there was always a strong British Scottish core. And we got spoiled by the class of ninety two. Yeah. But here but here's the thing though. Of course, the moment he left, and obviously there's there's no there's not too many British coaches that that could handle a job like United. Of course, you saw what happened with David Moyes, that shit was a train wreck. And Scottish too. Yeah. And (laughs) but for the most part, when you hire a guy from pretty much anywhere outside of the UK, you're gonna have a guy that's that basically is not that you know he's, an he's not bound to 
you know, fielding a bunch of um, British players. He's he's gonna he's gonna find the best guys available to him. He's not gonna be. But, but it, that's it, the that's the so, sorry. That's but that the, goes against no that goes, trend. I, I know that goes against the core of Manchester United, but that goes against the core of a lot of clubs in the in the Premier. Yeah. it's because it's a global game yeah. now, it's so everyone's game. like. I need the big coach that's going to draw the big players that's going to make people buy jerseys. So, what do we do right now? Right now? So, caretaker. Caretaker. There's only one person to give it to. As a caretaker. There's still... There's There's some options. There's options. For a caretaker until they hire a real coach. Yes. There's only one man... Who was there one night, man? Giggsy, man. That's no. the only person that could do it. No, he knows the club. He knows the culture. We need somebody to put but, the but culture, he's at, but he's the the only culture back in the club. <laughs> Message? <Okay. laughs> but the debate right now, the, the leading candidate right now is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the super sub. Yeah. So he, you know, he's been working at Mole down in Sweden. It was hometown. And he had a horrible time when he was at Cardiff. I think he was like yeah. 9 and 23 when he yeah. was there. And... He's a leading candidate right now. But that's the problem, though. As an interim coach, if you will. Yeah. Now, whoever that they have in mind setting up going forward with the future, with their five-year plan or whatever. I got mm-hmm. two names that will be. Now, here's here's my thoughts, okay? Ideally, what looks good in the glam and glitz and everything, like, long-term-wise, I would love, like, a Zadon type of mm-hmm. thing. That's my one. That's, one that's my, one. That's my that's one. Now, they all, everybody's talking about Pochettino. That's why they were two. Time. But here's the thing about Pochettino. This is, that, that one, I don't think, is going to go out. Everybody says he's a leading candidate, but I, I don't see it. Of that I one because the fact that he just signed a new contract with Tottenham. Mm-hmm. He got a new stadium coming that they're going into next season. One of these days, yeah. And he's a rival. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Like, yes, he has success in the Premier League, mm-hmm. but he still ain't won shit. Yeah. Yeah. He still ain't won shit. And, that, and that's the thing, though, because, like, you have That's there's a lot there's a lot that. of guys that that have the potential of being really good, but they haven't won shit. Potch. This is my leading candidate. Okay. Blanc. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not ser- he's unemployed right now. Yeah. He hasn't served anybody since 2016. Mm-hmm. He came from United. Right. He won with PSG. Right. Yeah. He's, I mean, he, I, I think he, that, can sp- he can speak French with Paul Pope, but Pope. there you go. If we, Pope, can, if we fly if we talk- niggas in, hold on. Jurgen ain't got no job right now. <laughs> <laughs> yo, someone, yo, someone at work, man, they sent me the picture, man, because they know, they know I'm United. They hate, they like, they laughing at everything. Someone sent a picture of Bruce Arena with a man United. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Hey, Bruce. Bruh. No, they didn't. Look, <laughs> look, but no. Can you imagine that? No. Right. No. No. Yo, wouldn't it be amazing if Arson comes back for one season, takes Manchester United to a title, and how about just retires? How, how, That'd be insane. Look, I, I, it's Twilight Zone. This is no, no, Twilight Zone. Look, how about this? I'll put some English on your English. Yeah. There's an opening LA United. No. Jose yeah. comes. No, no, <laughs> stop. First, first, Jose. The, 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 there's already rumors that Jose is already. Is, he his, loves his, no, his um, his agent is already talking to the Galaxy bro, right now, bro. His, his agent is on the phone with the Galaxy right now. I can see he LA. To be, I don't think he needs to be in the MLS. You I don't. I don't either. I think he needs to go to national team. We talked about this earlier on in the show. Mm-hmm. 
Jose has run his course to the day to day. Just like Tata said in his interview with um with the AJC, he said, "I just I'm tired. Yep. It's like he it's, misses family. He misses his Never family." Got that to and Jose looks so depressed all the time. But he loves the U.S. He loves. Yeah, but the US. Jose, that's the other thing about his depression is that while he was in Manchester living in that hotel, his family was living in London, two hundred miles away. Yeah, like. Dude, he set himself up to yeah. for that one. And I'm like, I get that, you know, London's London, but I'm like, yo. Manchester's Manchester. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, pack, 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 your, pack your family up and, and you know, get, get you a rental home and, and you know, make, make it work. But there's a, there was a player that left Manchester United. It was last season, two seasons ago. His girlfriend hated living in Manchester. And he, oh, like, he wow. took a transfer to go to, like, some mid-table uh, yeah. team in La Liga because she, that? I can't remember who it was, but she hated it there. Yeah. And that could have been Joe. Well, you know what? You know, uh, Manchester isn't exactly the most it's glamorous. Nice it, like, it, it, they have, of course, the, the, the two big clubs there, but it's not, but uh, Manchester yeah. itself is not that fancy. It's like, it's, it's like, less. it's like comparing Atlanta to... Uh, Chattanooga. Yeah. <laughs> Chattanooga. 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 Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, I love y'all. Nothing to do wrong with that. We love y'all in Chattanooga. Shout out to the, the Chattanooga Hive. Shout out to the Chattahooligans, man. But, uh, Chattahooligans. But I think that what 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 you're struggling with now with with United is uh, the the fact that you have. You you basically have an internal struggle as far as like like what is this club. Uh, post 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 for uh, Sir Alex because you're now uh, what was was going to be your fourth permanent manager in six years. Yeah. You know, Moyes, Moyes, Van Gaal, Mourinho. Jose. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's five years because because Sir Alex. Do you retired. count gigs as an interim? No, no, no I don't count right. But uh, but shit, that that doesn't help but, the cause either. Look, it's like look, look, we know how the Premier League is. It's going to be someone that it's not going to be an outsider. I don't think it's going to be outside to get Manchester. I think they want to, but the thing about it is that, like, if you look at all the United guys who've gotten into coaching, club. no, I'm, like all the, all the guys who who came from United who've gotten into coaching, find one that's really been successful. None, none, none. and and that's so. I mean, so does that speak on Sir Alex's legacy? Not, not no, no, because no. everyone like you know, I I'm American. Like we give it time. We big him up, but it it's like he left. It's just like Jordan, right? Yeah. He left, and he left a void in the club he left, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so it, it talks about, like, how you groom. Jordan's a bad example because the Bulls did. They, they did pretty well after he left. So let's no, talk about LeBron. Up. So uh, <laughs> they, they did okay. But let's talk about LeBron. Like, when LeBron, like, left yeah. Cleveland yeah. and he left Miami, right? Yeah. They were a shell of themselves when he left. So when, when Alex Ferguson left, Manchester United, like, lost their identity. Yeah. Absolutely not. And it's so like right now, the people that are there have never won anything. They haven't won anything. They don't know what it's like to win. There's a negative mentality there. And it's like, I'm afraid Manchester United is going to become one of those clubs of past. It's going to become what Liverpool. Like 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 a Leeds. Like a Leeds. Like a Leeds. It won't be that bad. It won't be that bad. (laughs) When you get relegated. Hold up. Hold up. Time out. (laughs) Newcastle. There we go. Somebody that used to be great that's now it's a mid bottom table. Be be Everton. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you know, it, it, it's sad to say, but that's capitalism in the game now. It's like we. That's the thing, like like there's the money is there, so it's not like you know, you know, it's not like it is like it was ten years ago where you're trying to sell people just to you know kind of break even on your debts. Like the money's there now. I think it's just a matter of 
you don't have the right people in charge to get that nope. that that knows what so, you want to get. So it's the front office. Oh yeah, there's, there's, there's being changed there. I think there. I mean, that's like part I said, of what I was saying. We need a director. Of, you know, football. Football. Like when, like when, that, that we need to modernize ourselves in the office. Yeah. Before that, I think that's almost priority one. Like as while we whoever we figure out is in them. I mean, even if it's Michael Carrick, whoever's taking the reins from time on, we Fred need to figure Freedom. out who's the director. Did you say Bradford? Sorry. Hand me another one of those. Let me let me No, we bro. don't need it. No, I need a song. Hand me one of those. No. Where's our Tolero, man? <laughs> hey, we're working on that, man. We're working on shit, man. Hey, so so um not to harp the Manchester United thing. I guess, you know, if we want to stay in Europe, you wanna talk about Champions League draw? Yeah. The, the yeah round of yeah. sixteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. So champion, champion. Anybody? I used to have that as my ringtone. Oh, that's like my ringtone right now. I, listen, I, I'm pretty sure the person that made that didn't get paid because that shit is great. Yeah. That shit is classic. All right, anybody have? Oh the, wait, the wait, 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 talk about. We didn't talk about the shade though for a second. That Paul Pogba mm. happened. Oh. I forgot about the shade. Shot. Tell him about the shade. Okay, Kate. So, so it's about. I forgot what time it is. And 35 Mourinho got fired at like 9.30. Yeah. yeah. So Pogba goes on, posts a picture. Uh, just just getting the count. Just a little, little, little look on his face. <laughs> hashtag this, hashtag that. Caption so, this. Caption this. <laughs> it took him five minutes to take that shade down. I can only imagine how many captions he got in like five minutes. Like I said, I, 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 I was shade. like, was me, was me. Is, <laughs> is Paul Butler the Kevin Durant of, of the soccer world? Hey, he uh, is a character. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty similar with how they shade on social media. But, but Paul, but see, Paul. But did, Paul does he have a burner account? Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we haven't found out Paul got a burner Twitter account, he though. Might, he might. He's like, Paul Bog was the best player on Manchester United. <laughs> And he fucked Jose White. Y'all, y'all funny, y'all funny. But no, I, I think that you know, because of course, mind you, he didn't even get into the game on Sunday. Didn't even touch the field, dude. You know, I mean, arguably our best player didn't even touch the field. Mata barely got in. Yeah. Although I will say, we gotta see our boy JL score on his birthday week. Yeah, J- uh, Messi Lingard. Yeah. Yes, baby. I'm always happy when JL scores. But, but I think it's one of those Why is it weird? weird. Why is it Why? weird? Messi Lingard? Why? Are you not a JL fan? I think he's overhyped. No, oh. no, no, no. Hot Time out. This here. No, this is the reason why I'm a fan of his because he, I know he's not at a top tier. Okay. He's that tier below. Yeah. And that's why I cheer for him. You know? That's And that's... But, uh, but I think especially when you... When you talk and about he's from... Him, and where is he from? Manchester. Thank you. But like you have guys like him and Rashford, those guys who did come up through the academy, and you know, we miss you well back. <laughs> I was never. That, I will say today. He'll come I, home. I, I was never that crazy. Bread. I, I, was ne- bread. I was never that crazy about Welbeck, but but Lingard, Rashford, like that. Those guys are guys that you know they're good enough. It's just a matter of like they need a, uh, a manager that's really going to let the, let them cook. Rashford, I think, arguably can. I mean, if he is handled appropriately, he could arguably be in that next year. Because because Lukaku ain't doing shit. So that's the other thing. Like he's a waste, uh, waste man. What did they say? Shout over there? out to Reggie. He pointed me this, this video when pointing out to how Lukaku. If you notice how he was last year compared to now, 
mean, his body language and the tactical stuff that he's doing as far as where he's coming to fight for the ball, he's not fighting for headers. Mm-hmm. He's, like, way out of position. He's not going for 50-50 balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a shit. And, like, there's – that man is arguably probably the strongest dude on the field each time he steps on the field. Easily. He's not the fastest, but he can keep pace. Yeah. With everybody out there, he's not he's not he's not that opponent of Josie, right? And but, so, but like, it, it, he's changed, and and he's not motivated. Like, and that shows you even more how much that none of those dudes, maybe except for like Matic, maybe I'm trying to uh, Fred, Fred, maybe. I tell you what, that whole back line ain't motivated. Man, talk about priorities. <laughs> I talk about director, coach. In center half, we need that. Mm-hmm. Especially when you ha- when you factor in that you have both Man City and Liverpool, who made either one major upgrade or s- several major upgrades, and the results show because now because now you have both of those teams basically in first and second in, in, in the in the EPL. So, you know, well, they also it, got strong center halves too. Like, yeah, partnerships. That's the key. So partnerships. When's the last? become the Manchester United show. Sorry. When when was the last time that Manchester United signed an impact player though? It's been a month. Uh, I mean, Mata? I mean, technically, uh, Sanchez. But like, who's seen Sanchez? Yeah, no man. He's not an impact player because no one sees Sanchez. The that's the thing. Like, they, they don't play him. They, like, he, he like, signed and we had an impact from him. And then, I guess Jose, Jesus. he pissed Jose off. That's it. It's like we haven't had a player that's been like, yo, that's that dude in mm. a while. Yeah, that's been a Pull my card. So like, pull my card. We haven't. Like, Paul became. Yeah, the, yeah, that's about but, it. Was it four years ago? No, that, no it's no, been like, no, he's been there six years six, now. Six, seven years. Six, seven years ago. Yeah, they were there. When did my resign? Remember when DDG right. came in and how skinny he was and how he couldn't handle any ball in the air? Yeah. He looked frail yeah. and scared. Yeah. Everybody was taking advantage of him in the box. This was, it was mean streets of Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> he comes from Atletico. Atletico to Spain, you know, if you get... They soft over there, right? You get a little push. But I'll tell you one thing, though, you know... With this Champions League draw, they got they got PSG um, in a couple couple months. Uh, it, wh- whoever, whoever whoever this caretaker is, that's gonna be a short ride. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be in and out. It's gonna be we're gonna be scored. So Manchester's playing PSG. Uh-huh. After Letty's playing Juve. Tell me, wait, 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 what's the date of that? February. Hold on. Hey, no. what's, what's that? That meme you guys sent me of the uh, the, 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 oh, the gang bang duh, Manchester duh. <laughs> February. Yeah. February twelfth is when we play okay, PSG. So, do you think we make any moves in January? Uh, For players, it's gonna be tough. I, I mean, would. I mean, it's always tough in January. I, I, I think. I think the 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 priority there is gonna be trying to convince the players who are already there to resign because you got you got a lot of players who are who are in their last year of their contract. So it's, it's really like we need a producer. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys that you know they're. Of course, they, they weren't that happy with Mourinho. It was like, yeah, you know, if he's if he, if he's still there come come June, you know, we out. So okay, whoever comes in, coach wise, you keep Pogba or sell him. Keep him. I, I think that when I think could, okay, because I I mean there's I, uh, the argument is that okay, I flip there's him. one debate where keep him, build mm-hmm. around him. Mm-hmm. There's the other debate, like actually, Solskjaer. He said that that he would build the club around Pogba. Yeah, but there's the ar- other argument that you sell him, get all the money you can from him, and then you rebuild from that whatever you get. But here's the thing: there, though. Is, what position does Timothy Weah play? 
Uh, he's on the wing. wing. He's on the wing. Right now, he's we a wing. We need a right wing. We don't have a right Cause wing. Because I'm like, flip Pogba, pick up Wea. Wea's young. I don't think Wea's ready for that. He wants to prove himself. Like, if, if, That's because you're American, man. <laughs> yeah. American. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the kid is... the. I, I think he can be good. I think I just think that for a team like United, like you need guys you need who are like right, produce right, right now. And like guys, we're just a small club from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> listen, that's what David, I, that's what David listen, Boy is not. Listen, you know what? It Sunday, so su- Sunday, I sat on my couch. Actually, I went for a walk. That's how I felt after that game. Dude. And I said, you know what? It's just who we are now. Man, I was with Memphis watching that game, man. I was like, baby girl, it's okay, you know. <laughs> Yo, there was a time. You, I feel we're, we have become cowboy fans. We talked about that. Don't say that. Hold on, 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 hold uh, may not have looked like they're turning into the Cowboys where you have all the hype in the world mm-hmm. and you're making money mm-hmm. easily. Yep. But there's no results in the field. Thank God we don't have a head case of an owner. Like, oh, mean, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yes, the Garbers are. Yeah, they're interesting characters. They are. Yeah. They but, are. But at least they're not like, you know, trying to make headlines. That's like, think of they Ric Flair in real life. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> But so Champions League draw round of sixteen is out here. Let's go through it real quick. Schalke, Man City, Atleti, Juve. We got uh, Manchester United, PSG. That's a good one. Yeah, Juve, Atleti. That's yeah. going to be a good one. Tottenham, Tottenham, Bournemouth. I mean, uh, Tottenham, Dortmund is going to be a good game. I think you got Lyon, Barcelona, Wash, Roma, Porto. <laughs> a- talk about teams that used to be great. Ajax, a- uh, is it? Ajax. Yeah, Ajax, Real Madrid. It's not a cleaning product, bro. Yeah. <laughs> is it Ajax? I've been saying Ajax. Ajax my whole life. Yeah, and then uh, we when got. You're, when Liverpool. you're new to the sport, it's Ajax. When you figured out, it's Ajax. Listen, Liverpool and Bayern. That's the last. That's the last groups. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a fun groups for the Champions League this year, especially with the moves. So, so, so which ones are you, are you uh, looking forward to? Um, I'm really looking forward to Juve, Juve game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward. Uh, as I said it, Tottenham, uh, Dortmund. That's gonna be those two. I think are really gonna be interesting. PSG. I mean, they're gonna fucking wash Manchester United. It is what it is. What about y'all? Uh, Liverpool, Bayern. Actually, you know that one. That one could be really good. Really good. Well, I mean, it's funny because. You got Klopp going against an old foe. Yeah. Byron. You know, yeah. back to his Dortmund days. Yeah. Um, that was always a good little rivalry going to. And now that he's got these stallions at Liverpool. Jesus Christ. Liverpool's nasty, dude. You think they're going to win the league? It's going to be I, tough. I, I don't know. If it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good race right now. It's a good race between the two of them. Yeah. I think it's good that, you know, Man City is not running away with the league this year. No, I yeah. don't think it's going to be like yeah. last year, but... I think it's Liverpool's league to lose. I really think. I think City has come to their near the end of their dynasty. Why? So why? Just I, I, I really question. No. So this is this is why. So because they really they, have it. They have more fun, huh? Because they have more fun. Because City's. 
<laughs> See, they hit me. Hate. Cross town of hell. <laughs> no, but honestly, I really think that, I, I really don't think that they have it in their tank to keep going at the pace that they're going now. Like, I, I just don't think the way that the Premier League has been developed because of the TV money is that it's the smaller, the quote-unquote smaller teams, are they're not afraid anymore as they used to be in the past. And so City, with their older players that they have now, their inexperienced young players, they don't really have that middle ground to kind of mesh the two. So there's going to be a mistake happening either because of they can't keep up with the pace or just inexperienced. So I really think it's, their, it's City, it's... They're going to start stumbling going into the second half of the season, going into the Christmas. So, like I said, it's up to Liverpool to keep the pace that they're going now. So, I don't know what pieces they need to add on in January to take them through to May. I think it's, it's more so it's, 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 it's more in so my depth. I mean, like, like, you, like you have a guy like Shakiri that you know can can come God, off the bench and just and, and just go buck wild. But I think that you know, given given the resources that Man City has. You, you basically ha- like, obviously no one has that kind of kind of money in the league except for like probably Chelsea, but I but they think got that, Shakiri on the low. Yeah. So if they play money ball. Yeah. So like I said, you know, like like you have, I think you have a right mix right now to where like I said, if the standard that they've kept for basically the past twelve months, you know, since basically since they got Virgil Van Dyke. Uh, yeah, Van Dyke was. You know, like I said, that goes back. Like I said, <coughs> invest, invest in invest in your in your Sad back line, man. and you'll go a long way. But um, I think that you know, you know, pick up some some value pieces off the bench that that can that are cool with playing on the bench. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. And you know, so, they should so, be all right. So, so y'all secure. So y'all yeah. agree? Y'all agree? Like it's Liverpool's lose, or you think? City? So 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 here. I, I, I don't think it's. So, I, I don't. I don't. I, it, 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 it's no, hard for me to say it. It's, it's, it's hard for me to choose either one without you know having to upchuck. It is weird. I know. Like because like it's it's kind of, it's kind of because like, anyone who knows me personally knows I'm now. a Florida guy. You know sh- you know see you at the hey, Peace man. Bowl. I'm gonna see you at the Peace Bowl, man. But go blue, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm the victim, man. I'm but, gonna see you there, man. Where are my tickets at, man? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where, where are my shoes at? Just <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Hey, if y'all don't know, why are taking intermission talking about Premier League? These fucking jokers. Both of, them, both of them was damn near at an outlet of exit away from each other. Oh, God. Trying to buy shoes and shit over text messages to each other. Fucking Coach Tony asked Greg, just picking some simple tasks. Hey, yo, if they're there, pick them up for me. Oh, Greg, he's a size 11 Greg. Greg, how you gonna send me the picture? Greg O curves them, right? I didn't mean to, man. Curves them. <laughs> then post a picture in the shoe. Alright, I'm playing about the last one. Hey, I'm telling you, hey, if y'all see Greg O post some pictures man. of some new kicks, then we're supposed to be Tony's you know, shit. Size 11. That's all I asked, man. I said, I even said, I'll Venmo you money, man. Yo, Vimo. first of all, uh, yeah, Don't go Christmas yeah. shopping with, with with your girl. That that that's a, that's a setup for failure. That's 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 the only advice I can really give you there. But um, I think that <laughs> you know, so stupid. Damn, but you know, get, I was trying to get some shoes at home. Br kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to get trending topic on my shoes. Now I can't, man. Hey, you know, you still got you still yeah nah, exactly bro. a week until good. Christmas. You yeah, know, so you know, I have this delicious Tolero. To keep me warm. 
Oh, you do? Yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> and I like that. And I, and I have some with you in, in, in a second. Um, so, over over the weekend, uh, yeah. I, 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 need to, I need to pull this tweet up uh, real quick. But uh, basically, uh, you know, shout out to, like I said, to our, our, our uh, Twitter followers. And we, a question was posed to us uh, over the weekend as far as just a general, you got it? Yeah, yeah. It came from, uh, I can't, yo, I, your Twitter bio was Mr. Steal Your Picnic Basket. <laughs> you post it, you post, hey, shout out, because it actually made us think about it. A great Twitter conversation. He kind of posed a question to uh, other soccer podcasts. At the time, he didn't know we existed. Now he knows we out you. But um, he kind of said, like, how come there aren't a lot of black coaches in top flight great question you know and it's been a question posed i feel like it's posed year after year we talk about it briefly uh, all the time and we talk about it and i kind of you know i kind of talked to him and i said like you know i don't know if it's because it's an old mindset or if black players just aren't going to get getting their coaching license and things like that like coach, like you're, you're, you know, what, what's your perspective? Like, my perspective is this: like, what you read is crazy. How the soccer world, and it's funny when I tell people, like, they'll ask me what's your religion. I would say oh, soccer. And I say it jokingly, but it's real because soccer also mirrors what's going on in the world too. And the issues that the racial divides and the racial issues and the racial ceilings, all the stuff that we see, what's going on in the real world. You see that in the soccer field. You see that in the soccer backrooms. And, like, what we have here in the States with the NFL, they got the Marine rule. You know, you have to interview a black coach when you're trying to figure out who's in position. And, you know, that took a lot of work just to even get that. Yeah. Has it solved anything? No, not really. Yeah. It it, it kind of appeases us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there's nothing like that over in Europe and... I say it's, it's a different thing in Europe because they didn't have a civil rights movement. Yeah, that uh, man, and we, and we kind of touched on that last week. But I think that it's not so much a black issue there. It's like because you're hiring from pretty much everywhere over there, so it's diverse. It's just that as far as black coaches specifically, you're not seeing a lot of us um, there. Like probably like aside from like maybe France or um, Belgium or Holland, something like that. But for the most part, you know, like we like there's 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 beginning to to grow a a number in England. You have Darren Moore at West Brom. You have yeah, Saul uh, Campbell now. Yeah, like yeah, he just got yeah. his uh, his first win um, a couple couple weeks ago. So you know you have uh, Chris Chris um, Chris um, Hodden. Yeah, he uh, with um, um, Brian Holt. Uh, yeah, Brighton. You know, yeah, Brighton and the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> why, why y'all laughing, man? Because, man, you was like, is he black? I don't no. know. I listen for this conversation. He's black, so we have a few. Yeah, yeah, there are a few. Yeah, but I think that especially, you no, know, no, you have here in the states where. Um, <laughs> we talking about MLS? Yeah, yeah. Where's the black coaches? 
this is when we put the crickets. They're, 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 they're just assistant hey, coaches. Hey, <laughs> crickets no, hey, Patrick Vieira said, <laughs> producer, we need the crickets. Hey, Patrick Vieira felt like he was in Get Out over here. He said, hey, Patrick Vieira said, I got the fuck about it. Hey, I call it out. He said, Vieira's Get Out. So oh, before Vieira. What Can black coaches did we have in MLS? Uh, there, um, who was the guy in Chicago? Um, oh, man, how long ago was that though? <laughs> it's been some years. It's been some years. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like, we talk about like we we always point over there, but we never point what's going on in our house. Oh, I agree. I mean, so it's like MLS is like honestly how we had civil, like you said, we have civil rights here. Right, Gregor, like you want that pro rail? I can mm-hmm. talk about the system as far as what we got, as far as like the U.S. Soccer Federation and it's, stuff, as far as the biases that go with coaching. Go for here it here in the states. Go for it. I mean, there's there's plenty of talented black coaches out there in the United States, mm-hmm. and there is still a system of bias. I mean, like the the thing, like even here on the youth level, if you go down to like even to the did his family, by the way, did his family. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Look that up. It's Chicago Fire. Yep. Um, but like, the, there's this weird type of bias within the states that since soccer still seems like a foreign sport, we think that either A, someone white needs to be coaching it or teaching it somehow away, or they need to be British. If you have an accent, that helps you. I, that has been a struggle that I've had to do. Like, I've seen that. On. Oh, he's English, yeah. so he's good. If he has an accent, oh, he definitely knows what he's talking about. Me, like I said, you and I coach in Georgia soccer system, bro. So, like, like you, we the Bible you, right? Well, like, you, like, you, hey, listen, it's happens here. Like, we talk about like top flight soccer. It happens at the youth level. Yeah, like in youth level, we, they talk about we want to get more black people in the sport. But we have our youth, like, uh, like they won't even support black clubs. No. Nope. You know what I mean? I mean, there's already a bias. And then, you know, some will say that, like, well, we got to wait till this old guard changes and everything like that. But it's still handcuffing and crippling us as a system. And that's a part of what's crippling us as a national product when we talk about the national team yeah. as well, too, as far as the players involved. But the coaches as well. I mean, there's plenty of coaches – Every time I've gone to the coaching conventions with um, the U.S. Soccer Coaching um, Convention, like there's a whole black soccer coaches community. Yeah. And it's almost like unheard of. Like so many times we go to those conventions, people are like, oh, wow, that exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah it exists, man. Like, I've never known it's, like it's like the uh, NAACP of coaches. Of coaches, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's out there and there's plenty of The drill's probably live. But the thing about it is like there's – there's already this idea and this image of what people think a soccer coach should look like here in the States. Mm-hmm. And it should be either A, a white 40, 50-ish guy who's played either at you know a top college here, D1 school or whatever, who's played a little bit probably in Europe, maybe South America went down a little bit, did some backpacking or whatever. Right. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, like... That's that's the image. That's yeah. the image. Yeah. And no knock on those. I got plenty of friends like that. Whatever, yeah. But at the same time, like. So you. So what you're saying, even at the youth level, all the way up to the professional level, because that was the discussion we were saying. Image. There, there's an image, and there's a there's, a there's club. a there's a glass ceiling for black coaches. Absolutely. That so there, so what I, needs I to be so like I we know the problem. A ceiling just for you know a lot of people of color because. 
you know, you look at like the costs that take that it takes to get licensed. Dude, yeah. The cost of time, like I mean, like it's right now, as I'm working on my licenses right now, like the cost is expensive as hell. It is, and, and it's, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of money, and to try to find the financial investment for that part, and then hopefully some people have you know some companies or organizations that help you with that. Right. If you're at a club or whatever that helps you there, yeah. but it's it's a lot, yeah. and and that's the other part of it because many. Black coaches, whatever their background may be, some come from the suburbs, some come from, you know, that hard knock life. Yeah. But to be able to financially support yourself, it is like, damn, I gotta get a damn student loan for this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta get some Saturday shit up on this just to get my licenses. So like what like we know the problem. Let's talk about like what can be done. You know, we're just fucking four soccer fans. Let's just put our heads together. Like what can be done to like change that because i really think there's an opportunity like there's a lot of young kids that like they love the game you grew up around the game you know what I mean? you want to stay around the game but like you hit those ceilings and they just say fuck it and they just walk away well, from the game i, I think so that, we're, we're missing out on so many good coaches that's i think that's the problem with the premier league that's why they keep cycling so many fucking coaches because the door well, big, shut big sam, you're just waiting for big sam to take over man united that's i'm <laughs> waiting sam but, but, but like i mean when we talk about you talk about culture, we're talking about for the culture. I mean, it's it's if you look at like the anthropologic part of it, it's just like people are going to hire people that who makes know. them feel comfortable and who they got identify with. Right. And so when soccer has been a country club system, I mean, they're going to. I mean, nine times ten. Know. So exactly, who so, makes like? Oh, I feel safe. Oh yeah, he looks like me. Oh. So we know him. So what you what you're saying is from good stock. So let's let's talk about as as we have dealt with as being people of color, you always have to go above and beyond what any other facts facts. I mean that's culture. Let's be real. That's what what needs to be done is people of color get positions of leadership like um, Ali Curtis, Mm -hmm. right? Is he black? (laughs) Yes, man. So, Ali Curtis, right? People like him need to, like, really reach down and pull young brothers up so mm-hmm. they can get into those positions of power. So, and then they do the same thing. So, so I'm, so it sounds like the motherfuckers, like, the brothers that have made it up there, they're not doing their part of reaching back. I'm not saying that Ali Curtis is not doing that, but perception is reality, mm-hmm. Right. I think so in Red Bulls, he did Red Bulls. He left Red Bulls. What is he, director of football now? Where is he at now? Is he in mm. Philly? I think he's in Philly. I think so, yeah. I think he's in Philly, right? Okay, so Ernie Stewart. Ernie yeah. Stewart. He's black. Another example, right? So it's like, so these brothers have made, they've made it into the country club. They got in that bitch. They looking at motherfuckers looking like, yo, bro. Yo, bro. Bring, bring me in, in right? Yo, and then they shut the, the motherfucking, tripping, so it sounds like they're shutting the motherfucking door, right? Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, you bring up. I, I, you know so, what? So I, I think that sounds like that's the fix. It's what people that are willing to go back and pull a brother up. I think or it, a sister up. You I, know what I mean? I think that you know it kind of goes back to like you got you got to like dial it all the way back to you know. I ain't mean to become from, Malcolm X. My bad. <laughs> I, I think you have to go all the way back to the you know when you're a player and just have it when you you think about all the players that that fall off the wayside when you're when you're uh, playing youth soccer and you realize okay I, I can't I can't do this club soccer like I want to you know mama can't afford and all that and 
you have to f figure out a way to, one, keep those kids in the game. Because that's one, because if you if you do at least that much, if you do at least that much, you know that's one, that's one more person they look like. Hey, I grew up in the game. I came up in the game. I know this game. I can I can lead, and you know it, there's strength in numbers. Yeah, and you know until we I, I, like I, I feel like. Until your foundation is straight, you can't really worry about too much. Like what's going to happen? Type. If you're lucky, you might you might get a guy that's up there. But the foundation that's that's being set right now is shit. So you're saying? Are you saying that right now a priority should be like the participation? Yeah. So I mean, like God, the metaphors that are going around right now that we're dealing with this conversation is just like it's like. Don't complain about the system. Go out there and vote type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Participate. Mm, yeah. Mm. So now, when that goes into the world of soccer, as far as black managers, mm -hmm. since we are still, we might have a couple Obamas out there, mm -hmm. but go out there and vote and you play. Need, you, you need some 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 Pootie Jenkins up in there that that, that help <laughs> build that foundation. Maybe start coaching again. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's real. Because like I said, it's it's not always going to be, be all, all Obamas. Be the change you want to see in the world. It's not always going to be all Obamas. Like I said, you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta get your Ray Rays, your your Pokey, your Pokey. Uh, shit, I just watched it's New Jack City Pokey, last. Man, it's Pokey. I just watched New Jack City last night, man. Yo, <laughs> bro. Yo, I need to get. I need come in there with the dog. I need G money. <laughs> come in there with the dog. I, Sit. I need I need Nino. Man, sit your five dollar ass down while I make change. That might be one of the best episodes, Martin. <laughs> ever. Hey. But, but no, I, I shouldn't even told y'all where that was from. If y'all fuck with the photo calls, y'all should have got that reference. Sit your five dollar. But no, I, I think that like I said, you are gonna have your guys that, that that make it up to the top, but I think that when you lose those guys along the way, yeah, so you already shot, man. Put you, put, put you in bed, man. But um, no, no, I've been on ice, you know. <laughs> but little, little, uh, like, you, we have to do a better job with retaining the kids that that come up, so that way they could be in a better position to lead one day. Well, I, I, I think it's also just getting it out and making making people know, like, what we're doing, podcast wise, social media wise, and like, you know, we we mess with uh, pitching black. They do well. Good. Highlighting who's on the field as well, but also you know who's on the touchline mm -hmm. of color. It's got to get out there. It's not publicized because it's it's not a mainstream thing right now. Yeah, you know? and it's it's something that's going to take a lot of like like you said, like when people say get out there and vote or whatever, get out there and support. You know, get out there and support. Get out there and play. Because like, like, you never know. Like you no, know, you might have a six year old. Oh, kid, you know, at home right now that, you know, all they're doing really is like playing video games and, you know, not a whole whole lot, a whole lot else. And, you know, you introduce them to the game and, you know, you never know what, you know, that can open the door, not just soccer here in the States, but pretty much the entire world. Yep. And, you know, like I said, there's strength in numbers. So, you know, one person turns into five, turns into ten. And it, and and it can really blow up. Like like we've seen what, you know, just having a team here has done for the for the uh, for the game in Atlanta, 
And, you know, I, I've said, you know, pretty much since I started this project that, you know, there's culture everywhere. Like, I, I had a chance to uh, you know, reach out to uh, some of the uh, Inter-Miami supportive groups um, the other day. I'm, I'm a Vice, yeah, Vice City, the <laughs> Southern Legion. And, uh, yeah, actually, Vice City actually sent me a really, really dope uh, uh, video, um, uh, soccer tournament that they did. I'm going to share it on social media probably in the next day or two. You know, and just, you know, with what with what we do here, you know, with Florida Culture, you know, we understand that, you know, oh, we didn't even get on Portland. Well, actually, we'll have to say that for another day. But uh, do we have to talk about it. bitter, bitter, fucking bitter? Nah, man, don't move on, man. But they go low. But here we go. We left cups. Cups. Exactly. But 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 to the point of all all that bitch that that went that went on, you know, there's not there's not one straight there's not one set way as far as how soccer works in this country. There's not one way as far as supportership works in this country. And you know what we hope to do, especially you know going into the next year, this is our last official episode uh, for uh, for the year, you know, you know, and what we want to do is going into next year is you know we want to reach we want to reach out you know to the supporter groups you know we want to reach out to the uh, to the teams and really see it like you know what is it that what is that that you're doing right and you know and, and basically give it a, a, a bigger platform because I think that there's a lot of teams out here not just in MLS but like I said USL NPSL. You know, you you know, there's there's teams out here and and fan bases out here that really at, at least have their ears to the ground as far as you know what uh, what makes that that market tick, you know, and you know whether it means us coming to to y'all because like you know if it ain't too far, you know we we can make it work. Culture, you know? can I can I can I talk to y'all about something? Maybe this what? is the same lines, but. You know, there's some incidents that have happened recently. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the Raheem Sterling, mm-hmm. and then what happened with Abanye, you yep. know, when the banana peel. And did you hear, you see the sentence that was rained down on the fan that threw the banana peel? Oh, no. Peel. No, no. Man. So this you is the... Like, Four-game ban or something. Yeah. Shit. No, four-year. Yeah. Uh, One-year. And, and he said, you know, his defense to the judge was that he said... It was the only thing that was nearby. It slipped out of his hand. He threw it out or whatever. And what? so, if, if, for, if y'all don't know, what, what happened was... Fuck brings him Arsenal to a kid. You know, Aubameyang <laughs> scores, and the fan throws a banana peel into the pitch. I mean, because this is like 1960s, you know, because like... that makes it's good first, to go first, trash all, first of all, and this, this is, is my thing. No, why white people are lazy with their racialness. Can we talk about it? My thing is like, how you gonna say that... It, you are he do his defense was saying he wasn't a racist and that was the closest thing he could throw out to the pitch. My thing is like, motherfucker, who's th- who's bringing bananas to the game? That's what I'm saying. When have you brought a banana concession? Are, are, are you out there going ninety? Do you need to refuel like that? Listen, <laughs> listen. When have you ever been in the support section and you had a banana? Hey, you know sometimes. Hey, I mean, I cramp bro. Coach, I do when we get up. rowdy and proud, you need that potassium. Man. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's the biz all gonna let you in with a banana. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck did you get in there with a banana? Because you what Stewart let him in with a banana. That is that should be the headline. How did you get in with the banana? What is going on, girl? How y'all let people in with these bananas? Listen, you can't even go to an airplane.
airplane will prepare. Right. <laughs> Y'all talking about immigrants coming in. Who letting motherfuckers in with bananas? Like, I don't understand. Seriously, I don't understand. Dude, like, no, I'm not racist. Oh, you, that, if you brought up bananas again, you had all intentions of doing some racist shit. Don't give me that bullshit, man. I'm sorry. And he talking about, no, I'm not racist and this and that, whatever. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, because your ass got four years. Yeah, it's, 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 always, it's always when you get in trouble, it's like, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. My best friend black. Shit like that. Man, listen. But I mean, like that was. I mean, that's that's always been an issue. It's. I mean, it's funny. Like if you there's plenty. If you go on YouTube right now, it's not funny, but you can see all the different, you know, ways that racism has been displayed, especially in Europe and with Eto and Danny Alves and. I mean, with Patrice Evra, like, mm -hmm. it's it's been a habitual problem in Europe. Europe is... Habitual awesome. line stepping. Exactly. And I always look... I mean, I think Danny Alves always handled that the best way. That was the funniest yeah, shit. Yeah, when you picked that shit up. You picked that banana up and chewed it. He was like... Like I said, potassium... All right, we'll take look. this corner. <laughs> threw that shit back in the crowd. <laughs> but... should have fucking done it. I take your racism, and, I, and this is what I do to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, like, seriously, that's what you got to do. Because, like, that tells you how back-ass words your ass is. And you doing, you bring bananas to a fucking soccer game to, to antagonize a black player. Like, seriously, what is wrong with you? Uh, so imagine Champions League playing in fucking Eastern Europe. Imagine how those, those aren't easy. Is. Those aren't easy. No. Those like, aren't imagine, easy. like, being a black player, like, how fucked in up Russia? it is. Yeah, well, like, like when they go Zenit, like yeah, like 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 imagine, like it's crazy. Like people talk about how fucked up you we got are. Black Brazilians going in Russia and like playing these cold ass places and like, dude, they're behind closed doors with these like ultras. Yeah, because they can't let the fans in because they're just fucking ignorant. It is. I don't want to harp on it. Sorry. No, oh, yeah, we're going down this rabbit hole. It is. My bad. Nah, there's some dark we, shit. Wait, you know what? Like, <laughs> hey, like, hey, I know there's people that listen to this podcast that, like, you guys listen to it because you guys like what we're doing and you guys are new to soccer. There's some dark fucking shit that happens in this sport that you guys are learning to love, that we love, that, like, we want to dig into. And But we really want to focus more on big up and, like, People Support that look black like coaches. Yeah. Like we really want to big it up, but it's like, but before we big it up, we just want to let y'all know, like, there's some fucked up shit out there. <laughs> it is, man. So yeah, you know, uh, like I said, this we need positive. Our... No, we need to start. <laughs> we need to play like a happy song. <laughs> shit. We, we, we need we need some Mariah Carey. Some all I want for you is Christmas. something like that to change the mood. But um, you know, as, as we wrap up. Uh, uh, the culture for this year. Of course, we could, let we, ask, okay, let, let me ask this question before we wrap up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gregor. Okay. Let me wrap what up. do you what do you what do you want for Christmas for soccer? In the soccer world, what do you want for Christmas? A competent United manager. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ray? Wait, Atlanta United or Manchester United? Ooh. Yes. Because both <laughs> yes. are in limbo. <laughs> yes. What about you, Ringo? I just want the women's national team. Win another World Cup. Okay. That's all I want. Shot. Golden boots. Okay. You want your own person? I know, right? <laughs> you know, because we got people. Whatever it is, don't ask Grego. Because he ain't going to get them. <laughs> That's fair. That's don't fair. ask him what We got plugs, got. man. It got to be me, man. We got plugs. But I think for me, what I want. 
Patrice Evra to continue with his crazy social media posts. <laughs> Yo, if y'all, nah, if y'all take, take his phone. <laughs> nah, man, he was licking the turkey leg. I said this motherfucker lost it. That nigga know. lost Patrice, it. Follow Patrice Evra on Instagram, man. Alright, Patrice Evra. Go back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> That nigga's the plies of soccer world. Yo. I love Patrice. If, if you know me, Patrice is my favorite player, man. And his social media is off the chain, man. And so... It's insane. I just... Every Monday, I look forward to a positive Patrice. You know, he has his I love this game. Mm-hmm. That's his, I, I, I love this game. Like, he's in my he's in my entourage. Patrice Evra, that's what I want. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, I also I, I also want some some more mics for um for for Christmas. That's what I want. <laughs> that, that's that's yeah. what I want. Hey, it's it's cool. We gonna look. We, back. we, we, we go we, we gonna keep shoe duping on this one. We do no. When we do our year end podcast <laughs> of twenty nineteen, we're gonna look back at this. We were like, yo, we was out here. Shoe duping. We was the motherfucking <laughs> temptations back in oh, twenty eighteen. Four tops. Right four tops. <laughs> <laughs> It's my number. Gregor and Ringo fighting for lead. That's it. it. I got my bowling jacket in the car right now. Like, dang. But well, yo, let's get out of here. Next next year, uh, like I said, we'll, we're going to keep going um, in the off season. We're going to take off for um, for uh, for New Year's, and we'll be back at it. Um, in January, you know, we're, we're going to do a whole lot of cool shit next year. You know, we're working on, you know, some travel arrangements so you know, we, we can come out to, uh, you know, meet the people. You know, we're going to work on um, some, some video. We're going to uh, create a YouTube channel. You know, we're, we're going to do a lot, you know, to kind of, you know, branch out and, and really give light to what uh, the culture is and, and what... You know, it's all about because what I was getting at earlier is that there's different flavors of culture all over the place. And whatever we can do, you know, to to give like that, you know, uh, my, my big saying is, you know, if, if we can all eat, let's eat. So, you know, we plan on eating a whole lot next year. So y'all, y'all got any closing words, you know, for 2018? What about you, Shy? You know, like, I, I know you got, got about like, two, wor- two words left up in you, man. Well, if I can uh, ah, get it out. Uh, I guess 2018, uh, all I can say is uh, let's springboard into 2019 and, and, and let's insert culture everywhere we can, you know? So that's all I can say. What about you, Coach? Hey, man. Eight times I say that, man. Fact that we Facts. Up. I'm serious, man. Been born, raised here. In fact, that we won the cup second year. That's what I'm gonna be proud. 2018, man. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. 2018 was a great year. Atlanta wins the cup. That's homegrown, baby. Homegrown. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Atlanta forever. The coach forever. This is Grego for Ringo. Rashad for coach. The culture is real. We'll be back soon. And we out of here.